0: Good morning, and welcome back to Let's Get Mystical. You got Lynn Howard and Genevieve Scholl. Good morning, Jen. Good morning. Hello, everybody. We are going to talk about Jen's favorite topic today. (laughs) (laughs) This is another themed episode. Today, we are talking about Supernatural. Let me preface this by saying I've only watched, I think, like three seasons, and not because I didn't like it, just... You know, I only have so much time a night to watch TV and the husband didn't want to watch it so I haven't finished it yet, but I will get back to it and I will admit that they are both extremely yummy. Well, how far
1: do you think you got? I think like season 3. Oh, so you haven't met Cass yet then.
0: I do remember meeting Cass, so maybe I'm farther than that. He comes in at the beginning of 4. I didn't get any of what was it was an butt or whatever he calls everybody. I didn't yeah, well, get that's any of that. Way, that's way past <laughs> where you are right now. So. Yeah, I but haven't yeah, he, I
1: haven't gotten any of that yet. He comes in at the first episode of four because well we'll get to it, but he's very important to what happens at the beginning of four. So,
0: well, and then that that <laughs> demon has changed, I guess bodies at this point. Which she's a different body now. Oh, Ruby,
1: Ruby or yeah, Meg? Ruby, 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 yeah. Ruby. I liked Ruby. I was going to say, I don't think Meg comes back until a later season. So
0: yeah, I don't know Ruby. I like Ruby a lot. So we are going to interview Genevieve with literally no script because that's right. I did not prepare. <laughs> so we are going to do like we did with the walking dead. So can you give us a little
1: synopsis of the show? Okay. Well, first of all, um, I know I didn't, I said last time that I wasn't going to give the spoiler alert every time but I'm going to give it this time just because I am going to talk about like who dies and all that stuff. So I don't want to, and you know, (laughs) I want people to be aware that if you haven't watched it, I'm going to really spoil it. Um,
0: I think at this point they're aware that we do a whole crap ton of spoilers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just, I'm going to (laughs) like, you know, if we're going to talk about who dies, it's going to be extensive. So, um, But yeah, so in case you don't know, which I don't know why you're listening to this episode if you don't know what Supernatural is about, but um, basically um, it's two brothers, Sam and Dean. And it starts out with the past um, where we, we see their mother get killed, which we later find out was she was killed by a demon, but you don't know that at the very beginning. And then we fast forward 22 years and Sam is in college and... Um, living with a girl and Dean comes to find him because their father goes missing on a hunting trip. Sam is pre-law at this point. Um, So they go and they look for their father, but Sam has to be back by Monday because he has a law school interview. So basically the whole first episode is them retracing their father's steps and they find a woman in white. And if you don't know what a woman in white is, it basically means that it's a woman who. Um, goes after unfaithful men basically (laughs) they figure out where their father has been and where he's going and at the end of the episode they're like okay let's keep following him we need to find him but sam has to go back to law school dean takes sam back to law school and leaves him and when sam goes back into the apartment he shares with his girlfriend whose name is jess he discovers that she is on the ceiling like his mother was and she burns alive Little fun, fun trivia thing. That actress
0: was the main female in Legion. She was also in Agents of
1: S.H.I.E.L.D., which is what I knew yep. her from. Um, I remember that when I first saw that, I was like, hey! <laughs> but basically, Sam freaks out and has a, you know, shock and stuff, and he doesn't, he, he's sitting in this burning room. So Dean discovered you know he felt that something was wrong so he came back for sam and dragged him out of the room which is basically reminiscent of the fact that he pulled him out of the house when their mother died he carried him out because sam was only six months old um and then how how much older is uh dean than sam dean so and i'm sure people will correct me if i'm wrong but the very first episode sam's 22 and dean is 26 so four years um so yeah this four-year-old boy carried out a six-month-old baby from a burning house which (laughs) I mean I know they're not gonna have an actual four-year-old kid carry a six-month-old baby but when they showed that scene it was obvious it was a baby doll because he was like jiggling all over the place and everything um I just googled you were correct oh thank you um and so at the end of the episode you know, all the firemen come and all that stuff. And Sam's pissed off and they now he wants to find the demon even more because not only did it kill his mother, but it killed his love of his life, basically. Um, and so he is in the trunk of the Impala and getting all the weapons ready. And the very end of the episode, he says, we have work to do and they shut the trunk. <laughs> so that's episode one. <laughs> I liked
0: I liked that episode, actually. I was really sad for Sam like watching somebody you love go through that, but I liked that episode. That's that made me want to keep watching. But like I said, it's not that I don't want to watch, but I only have, you know, I only have so much time in the day and I'm sharing the TV generally at night.
1: Yeah, and it's not something you can watch. I mean, if you've seen it multiple times like I have, yes, you can watch it while you do stuff. But if you haven't, you really have to pay attention. So
0: I tried that because they play it on um other networks when I still had cable. Um and I put it in the background, but then I'd catch myself looking up and
1: watching it. Yeah. So I had to stop doing that. It's on TNT every day. Yeah. From so now
0: what has what has been your favorite episode
1: of all time? Okay. I, I had a feeling you were going to ask me this question. So I prepared this one. Um, my favorite episodes are the fun ones, the humorous ones. There are some exceptions, but <laughs> um, so I like um, the episode where Dean keeps dying over and over again, which you said you enjoyed that one too. I did. Yeah. But I also I like an I, ha- episode- I hated it. I hated it, but I loved it. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I, I, I hated that he kept dying, but I loved that it was humorous. And I felt so bad for Sam because he had to go through it so many times. Um, I also like an episode that is called Dog, D-O-G, Dean. Dog Dean. And what it is about is they cast a spell that Dean can understand animals. Like he can talk to them but the problem is, is the side effect of the spell kind of turns dean into a dog like he's still human but he has dog tendencies it's freaking hilarious he like what me- do you mean dog tendency like lifting his leg on things no so like he he yells at the at the mailman out the window or like he chases animals there's a scene where they're going to investigate and he's got his head out the window of the car and it's hilarious. I love that episode. Every time that one comes up, I'm like, "Oh, gotta pay attention."
0: <laughs> my favorite so far, since I'm not that far in, was when Dean was afraid of everything.
1: The ghost sickness. Yes, ghost sickness is a good episode too.
0: And he opens the locker and the sque- cat and he ah and he screams and then he oh goes, "Oh my god!" And he goes, "That was scary." <laughs> That was scary. I have pulled that clip up to show my husband more times than it was necessary. Because he's like, yeah, I know. I've seen it. But like, I, I literally tear up laughing every time at that one scene. Yeah, that too. is my favorite
1: part of the whole thing. It doesn't matter how many times I've rewatched it. I, la- I laugh every time. Um, and then later, way later in the show, there's an episode that they um, basically did Supernatural and Scooby-Doo at the same time. So there's a enchanted TV and it pulls Sam and Dean and cast into scooby-doo cartoon okay that's cool it is so cool and one of the real i mean it's hilarious for one and i love scooby-doo but one of the reasons i really love it is because it is in a season where they've gone through a lot of shit and they aren't really the fun loving guys that they are in the beginning of the show so this episode turns it back around to that and i really enjoyed that
0: See, I like the playful aspects of the show when, son of a bitch, you know, it just, I like, I like, I like fun. You know, when I watch action clips, I want some comedy in there. When I'm watching a horror, I want a little comedy in there, you know, so
1: that's, that's why I'm one of those
0: people that likes lightness. That's (laughs) why I
1: like the earlier seasons better. I mean, I like the later seasons too that, you know, I like them all. Well, I do have a least favorite season, which we'll get to, but, um, but I just, I, I liked it before. Sam and Dean lost their playfulness and that like, you know, they were always like laughing at stuff and picking on each other. It, it, there's a point in the show, which is actually probably the point you will prefer because it makes the show darker, but there's a point where they lose all that. And that's more like brooding and, you know. Well, oh, but again, I like the humor side.
0: So i I like the darkness of it too, but I, I want that humor too. Yeah, and then when it gets like I like gets a little bit of
1: both. To the darker part, it's also more morally grey stuff, so Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's my jam. Now, which has been
0: your least favorite episode ever? <laughs> one. Don't name don't name one from
1: every season. My uh, least favorite episode. I can tell you that, but before I get to that, because there's also a least favorite season. Um my least favorite season is season seven. And it's because it's the season with the Leviathan, who are nearly impossible to kill, jackasses, and just I just don't like it. <laughs> like the whole time you're like just freaking die already. <laughs> so it's
0: not because it drags on or anything it's because you don't like the struggles the i don't through or is it because well the arc just keeps dragging
1: on? i it. don't like the, the villain the, the leviathan i don't prefer them as a villain i just think it's way too out there i also don't like the fact that bad things happen to Cass in season seven is when bobby dies season seven is the good the one saving grace of season seven is it's when charlie is introduced and she is the character you may have seen her in pictures and stuff she's the redheaded character that dean basically treats as a sister
0: where he's fighting with her and then in the car when he's spinning the car around and i found out that he did his own stunts no no
1: so charlie is a um computer nerd basically and she's into like harry potter and role-playing and all this other stuff she's really cool and she's a lesbian so that just makes her even cooler but um she comes in season seven because she works for dick roman who is like the head leviathan um but she doesn't know it until she hacks into this computer that her boss wants her to hack into and it talks about the leviathans and sam and dean and all that stuff and so they basically rescue her and she becomes like a sister to them
0: oh yeah for those i don't i haven't watched all this but i still send clips to genevieve on the regular of these boys (laughs) because listen they're pretty they are pretty I sure like looking at Jen and I disagree though. I prefer Dean Jensen Ackles with the beard. You yes,
1: know. please give me more. I will say Jared padalecki looks okay with a beard when in his Walker show, but I still don't prefer it.
0: Like Yeah, I'm one of those that every man looks better with a beard. Just, I love beards. For
1: me, Jensen just looks messy with a beard. Whereas Jared's mm-hmm. is more like professional looking.
0: Um, he looks messy like he uh just took a roll in the hay. Hey! Sorry. I'm I'm, I'm in writing mode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but actually, to actually answer your question, my least favorite episode is actually the finale. Really? Why is that? Um, well, major spoiler here, but most people aren't going to know what I'm going to say. Dean dies. Like, for good. Aww. Yeah. I do not like the finale, and I do not rewatch it. I've watched it once, and that was when it aired, and I refused to watch it again because... I don't want it to actually happen. I say that the episode before the finale was a perfect ending and they screwed it up. I keep going. There was no reason they had to have that finale. There was no reason Dean had to die. It was like a useless episode. It wasn't even much of an investigation or anything. It was just pointless. I think every show
0: has that one season where there was just an extra that there was no reason... Walking Dead had one of those where they had this awesome episode, and I don't remember which season it was, but this awesome episode, and then the, I don't remember if it was mid-season finale or if it was the season finale, all of a sudden there's a snowstorm, and it was like so lackluster.
1: Yeah. So it's almost
0: like, it sounds like that, like it should have just stopped at the one before the last one. Yeah,
1: well, because the one before the last one, they defeated the person they were battling against. Everybody was happy. Everybody was safe. It was all you know, taken care of, the world was restored, you know, I mean, Cass didn't come back to life, but beyond that, that episode was perfect. And then... Okay, spoiler alert, so Cass dies? Oh yeah, well, Cass dies several. (laughs) So, they always talk about how Sam and Dean die a lot, but actually, Cass dies quite a few times. And also, nobody talks about the fact that the car basically dies multiple times. Like, I think the car probably dies more than anybody. (laughs) That poor car. It's such a beautiful car, though. I can't tell you how many how many times he, you know, redoes it and stuff because it crashes or gets shot hey, at. Or... The old cars are easier to
0: fix. Take it from me.
1: Yeah, well. <laughs> but it's funny because we're talking about deaths. Um, the first three seasons, you can figure out which season it is based on who dies at the end. <laughs> so the first, so first thing that basically dies is the car. Then their father dies. So that's the end of season one. End of season two, Sam dies. The end of season three, Dean dies.
0: <laughs> you know what's funny is the crossover that their father is Negan in Walking Dead. Mm-hmm.
1: Did you but know I, that? Yes, I did. But like I said, oh, okay. there's 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 hints towards that in later seasons. So, <laughs> Well, since we're spoiling towards- it, since we're spoiling it, in a very later season, after they have discovered their legacy on their father's side, which is called the Men of Letters, um, which is basically hunters, but in a more dignified way. Um, They discover a bunker that they live in, because it has, like, you know, all the amenities they need, electricity, showers, stuff they haven't had up until that point, basically. Um, And in one episode, they go out hunting, and he comes back, it's the very beginning of the episode, he comes back and Dean has the bat. From oh it. yeah and so he holds it up and he goes man dad would love this thing <laughs> that is hilarious
0: that is hilarious <laughs> i love that then- See, i love little Easter eggs when they do crossovers there's a rumor that um daryl dixon is holding up a baggie with uh his brother's stuff and supposedly at the bottom there's
1: blue crystal meth from um breaking bad I love little Easter eggs like that. That's cool. Um, And then this one isn't really a walking dead thing, but there's an episode. I don't remember which season it is, but it's a later season. I know because Dean goes forward in time um, and there is a disease spreading and basically creating, you know, walkers basically. I mean, they're not like zombies. yeah. Yeah. They're not like stupid brainless things but they are ravenous and chasing people and you know stuff like that um and it, it reminds me of walking dead because it's all of these diseased people and dean has to run away from them and it's like all the streets are deserted the buildings are you know it's exactly basically exactly the same geographic as walking dead that i watched anyway um so it just <laughs> always reminds me of that every time i see that episode and then, Do you
0: know by any chance if any of the showrunners crossed over? Like any of the producers, directors, anything? I
1: don't know. I don't think so, but I don't know for sure. We'll have to look that up. Um, we'll have to look that up and answer that later. But an interesting fact about that episode, which which is, it's, um, he goes forward in time because Sam is Lucifer's vessel and Dean is Michael's vessel, which the Archangel Michael, and they're supposed to battle it out. The angels are supposed to battle it out in their bodies. And so he gets sent forward in time to see what happens and to, you know, understand what he's supposed to do. They had to record the scene where he's being chased or Dean is being chased several times because Jensen Ackles can run so fast that the cameras and the people playing the disease people couldn't keep up. Oh, (laughs) he had to slow down a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, they had to keep telling him you're going too fast. We can't get everybody in the same shot.
0: I'll tell you why he's so fast. He's got little kids. You have to learn to be quick Um, when you have little kids.
1: I'm not sure where he was in his fatherhood at that point.
0: I don't know if he- Oh, it's so- Seeing clips with him with his kids. I'm a sucker for that. Yeah, Jensen Ackles, when he's showing the clips of his kids playing with his hair and when they're wrestling, I'm like, I love you.
1: Yeah, Jared does too. And he's- So based on what I've seen on Jared's wife's Instagram- He doesn't like it when she takes his picture. But so she's kind of been exploiting that and taking his picture more. (laughs) She's funny. And actually,
0: Jared pedalecki has a very special place in my heart because, you know, he came out about having, you know, mental issues, mm -hmm. mental health issues. Yeah, they both. And, you know, yeah, and reminding people that it's okay to get help. Yeah. It's acceptable. It's it's, you know, you should get help and there are people who love you. And he was like, I love that they're very blunt about that. Yeah. Because or- it shows
1: nobody's perfect. We all have issues. Yeah. I kind of wish that I was able to have gone to like all the conventions and stuff they go to because Like, just the clips that I've been seeing, when they first started going to conventions, Jensen was uncomfortable. He didn't really speak up. He didn't really, like, do any of his dancing or singing that he does now. And then as you see him going to more and more conventions, he's getting more and more comfortable with himself. And I just love seeing that. So I wish I would have been able to see it in person, but... Are they not doing conventions anymore? They still are, but, you know, you're never going to see that progression ever again because now they're so comfortable with it that they just, they're just themselves. They're just goofy and making jokes and which is
0: great I but. can't imagine being in the spotlight the way they are I just I, I never want to be famous never want yeah be famous. I
1: feel kind of bad for Jensen because of the whole Winchester's thing because it's like you're coming off of a show that was so big and got you so much fame and you, you know what you're doing now is kind of falling flat so I feel bad that he's being kind of attacked by people but you know like, hey like, Jensen but, if you
0: hear this you hear you hear Genevieve bashing your show. Just remember, it wasn't Lynn that bashed your show; it was Jen. I'm not, in case you ever want to contact us, I'm not
1: bashing it. I'm not bashing it. the The concept is there. You know, the I, the people that they casted are great. It's just the inconsistencies and stuff are driving me crazy. And well, hopefully, he'll take
0: the the criticisms and correct.
1: You know, so that it
0: can go on. I
1: hope it's supposed to come back this week and I'm kind of hesitant to watch it. I might record it and watch it after the fact because I don't, I don't mean you, it went on hiatus with still so many inconsistencies that drove me crazy. Like you should have answered some of them, but what are you going to do? Anyway, we're not talking about Winchesters. Um We're talking about my boys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One more thing before you can ask me more questions. I just want to mention that it is Genevieve Panalecki. Wow, I can't speak. Genevieve Padalecki. It's her birthday today. So happy birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday and a good
0: name, too. I love that (laughs) name. They don't call
1: her that, but still.
0: (laughs) They don't call her Jen or Eve? They call her Jen, yeah. Okay. That's what I call you. Yep.
1: (laughs) Now, you said it took you... A second to get into the show, didn't it? I re-watched season one three or four times before I ever continued to season two. And why was that? Well, the first time I think it was just too different because at that point I hadn't really watched any, like, real paranormal stuff. So I think at the first time it was just too outside of what I normally watch because I was watching, like, sitcoms and stuff. Um, the second time... I feel like it was probably because I so the season 1 is quite gory and quite um intensive on the creatures and stuff where like season 2 and onward I felt like it was more about the family and the the, the dynamics of that. I mean season 1 had some family stuff But it was more like an undercurrent of the hunting, whereas it kind of switched roles in season two. I'm not sure, but I think I'm pretty sure I watched it three times before I was really invested. And I think the reason the third time was because I was a couple things. One, I was invested in the characters. Two, I was living in North Carolina at that time and I didn't have a day job. So I was really like paying attention and I was like binging it. Like, I think I watched it in maybe two days total. Um, So I think it was just more that I was invested in it by the third go round and like I had to continue. I don't know, but I just it did take me quite a few times watching season one to, you know, actually want to continue with the show.
0: So once you had time to actually devote and pay attention to what was going on and get past your your comfort zone, you were able to like really see the
1: storyline. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think it was the whole binging concept of the third go around that really got me in intensively focused on it. Um, Whereas the first two times, I think I just kind of watched it to watch it, not, you know, like binging, just something to be said about binging, you know, there's a reason we binge a show.
0: That's see vampire diaries. I remember when it was on, I was like, Okay, like whatever. I heard about it and Ian Summerholder and all I think that's how you say his name, all that stuff, and I binged it. And then I was like, Okay. Now it's harder for me to, you know, really relate because these are like high school kids and stuff. But when I was able to actually devote some time to watch it, I was like, Okay, this is this is okay. So that's I'm gonna eventually go back. I might even start back over with supernatural cuz my husband's been really busy painting lately so i might get the tv hmm. to myself a little bit longer last think, <laughs> you know you know you know me on sundays you know what happened last night when i got to the couch right
1: yeah yeah
0: I'm cold. <laughs> i
1: think um binging is is really something like i think what that's one of the good things about streaming services is, is that you're able to binge because there's been a lot of shows that i didn't even have a second of interest in when they were on TV. And then when I watched them on a streaming service, I was like, oh, this is really good.
0: Maybe it's because of commercials. Like I tried, well, I tried Grey's Anatomy and at first I was really into it. My sister would like love that show. After a while, after a few seasons, it's
1: like, this is the same episode over and over again. I, I watch some stuff on Hulu with commercials. That doesn't seem to bother me. It's just, I think. When you watch something, when it's, see, this is actually, I've been having this trouble. Like everything that's been new in the last three or four years, I haven't really been interested in because my brain is like, oh, well now I have to make sure I keep eight o'clock open and sit there and watch it. And not, whereas when you binge, you can just watch it on your own time. Sit down when you have the free time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's literally
0: Walking Dead was the only show that, okay, eight o'clock on Sundays. I, other than that, there's been, a, you remember Revolution. I was like real into that, but, and then it got weird and then it went off. But I just, like you said, I don't want to put aside time that I can be doing something else or need to be doing something else, you know, when I could just binge things on Prime and, you know, Netflix, Hulu, all those things. I have a Peacock and it's got commercials, but it's like 30 seconds of commercials so it doesn't, I don't even notice that the commercials are on. Who are who was your favorite demon
1: out of all of them? Demon? Just demon? Um, Crowley? Yeah. Definitely Crowley. Crowley? Yeah. See, I don't think I met Crowley yet. No, you have not. He's. No, because I loved Ruby. Ooh. Loved, loved, loved Ruby. Six, five or six, I think. Season five or six, Crowley comes in.
0: I know I've seen like videos of him and pictures of him and yeah. and things like that. And he is so funny at conventions. Oh he yeah. He's hilarious. Believe me, when you see him on the show you'll know why he's my favorite. And then I'm assuming Cass is your favorite angel. Oh Cass is the
1: only good angel. The rest of them are dicks. <laughs> really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Sam and I know that when, when I met Cass there was two guys. And I don't remember the guys, the other guy's name, and and that's I, I think where I left off is like the introduction of Cass. It was probably was. It, and what, I need to go it, back a, and rewatch. Was it an African American? Yeah,
1: yeah, it was Raphael, and I hate him. <laughs> I hate Raphael. I hate Michael. I hate Belthazar is okay. He's funny, but I still don't really like him. Um, let's see who else is there. I, pretty money. All the angels suck. <laughs> Except for Cass. Except Cass, yes. <laughs> Although Cass Cass plays a lot of different parts. So there's Cass as Cass. Then there's Cass with as Lucifer, or Lucifer as Cass, either one. Um so it's it's Misha Collins playing all these parts. So there's he plays Cass, he plays um Jimmy, which is his vessel, he plays Cass possessed by Lucifer, he plays Cass possessed by the Leviathan, he plays godly cast, which is basically before he's possessed by the Leviathan, he intakes everything in um he ingests all of the creatures from Purgatory, including the Leviathan, and so he gets kind of godly because he thinks he has all the power and stuff. And it goes to his head and he does some bad stuff. But anyway, um he plays Cass as the void, which is where like angels and demons and stuff go when they die. Um god he plays so many parts i don't even know if i have them all
0: he's he's another really funny one at the conventions i've seen you know for someone that hasn't watched the show and isn't like on that huge supernatural like fandom i love the clips of the conventions they are hilarious dude Mm, they are so funny he was telling a story about they were doing a photo op and he didn't know you know jared and jensen are doing their their uh their smolder look and there's Misha like smiling like a fool, like grinning like a fool. He doesn't have a smolder look. (laughs) It was it was just so I love when the actors are approachable and kind and real, it makes me like a show that much more. I forgot one of
1: my I forgot one of my other favorite episodes. So it's called The French Mistake. And it is Sam and Dean playing Jared and Jensen playing Sam and Dean. Okay. So they, um, Balthazar that I just mentioned before, sends them to what is an alternate dimension from theirs where they are the actors in the show. Um, and so they go through this window as Sam and Dean and then all of a sudden they're they're being called Jared and Jensen, but they're still Sam and Dean with their memories and stuff. What season is that? Uh, Oh. Is that later or earlier? it's a later season
0: oh because i felt like i'd seen something along those lines but maybe not you probably just know people
1: talking about it well you keep saying
0: you keep saying my one of my favorites one of my favorites my question was what is your favorite i i can't
1: narrow it down to one i just can't no your favorite episode i there's just no way to do that you're absolutely no way you're cheating. I I could, I would, I couldn't even actually come up with an answer because there's just there's just not one that sticks in my head. There's multiple. Did I have a favorite one on Walking Dead? Did I do the same thing? I think I did. <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think I asked you what your favorite episode was. Yeah. I think I asked you what your favorite season was.
0: Yeah, there's favorites from each episode or least favorites and then there's least favorite
1: seasons. I honestly really just there's just no way for me to pick. If uh, if we want to narrow it down, like, say, my favorite episode from season one. Just season one. It's the episode, I'm pretty sure that's season one, or is that the beginning of season two? No, I think that's the first episode of season two. Okay, so season two is the first episode. Um, after, at the end of season one, Sam and Dean and their father get in a car accident. Um, And they end up in the hospital. Dean ends up in a coma.
0: I remember that.
1: Yeah. And he is a ghost while he's in the hospital. I remember that. And the reason, you know, I hate that, you know, he's in a coma and all this stuff. But the reason, there's two reasons. That's my favorite episode of season two. One, they take all of the ghost stereotypes and use them. And it's hilarious. Like the Ouija board and stuff. Yeah. But also, and not a lot of shows do this. So I was very appreciative. They made sure that if it was a ghost or a spirit of any kind walking around, that they did not make footsteps. There, Every other show, somebody is a freaking ghost, and you can hear their feet making noise on the floor, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> but they did, they made sure that that did not happen, and I appreciated that.
0: My, Mike and I laugh about these shows where they're supposed to be sneaking around, and I know what it is, it's afterwards they're adding sound effects or whatever, but <clears> when they're sneaking around, but you hear their shoes clap 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 Mm -hmm. oh yeah you're stealthy you're real stealthy
1: yeah so one of the things i like getting off topic a little bit some of the things i really drive me crazy about like police procedure shows is the detective female detective will be wearing high heels
0: high-heeled boots usually and they're chasing and that's every action figure the female action
1: figure are wearing tight clothes and high-heeled boots and it's not even just like the when they chase after the criminals, but if they're trying to sneakily get up onto a criminal to yes. arrest them, their freaking shoes would be making noise. I have issues with a lot of
0: stereotypes of what I'm wearing because I'm, you know, I'm going to go walk afterwards. I'm wearing tennis shoes, sweatpants, you know, one of those moisture wicking shirts. Mm-hmm. We do not wear high heels around all day. And I can yeah. tell you from knowing a lot. A lot of female detectives through my life, they do not wear high heels or high heel boots. They are wearing comfortable shoes just like the men. Yeah. I get tired of, and I wish they'd stop doing that in T V shows. And like action figures are the females are always in tight clothes. Sorry, we are not fighting in tight skin tight clothes. See, and
1: high heel boots. To bring it back around to supernatural, that's another thing I really love about it is that the females are sh- always strong ass females. Like
0: Yes. I you um, know what I noticed that just in the short time that I watched it.
1: Yeah. It kicked ass. I mean, there's there's some, obviously they're their typical damsel in distress, but there's just most of them are so kick-ass it's and you haven't even met half of them yet i mean you haven't met jody or donna or like you, i said there's charlie a, there's another crossover
0: of walking dead in that did you know that Which i one? can't remember her name she's a thief the british thief that's Maggie lauren cohen yeah
1: bella yeah she's maggie from walking dead season two yeah bella is, she comes is on in. my list bella is on my list of least favorite characters
0: do you know I liked her. She's very I liked the concept She survives of her. one way or another. Yeah. She survives.
1: I like the concept of her but she's also a bitch.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, I mean got to survive, you know. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> It was
1: watching that and she was actually in Vampire Diaries too and I was like, "Hey, it's Maggie. Like she's a really great actress." One of the things I really didn't like about her was her mentality of the fact that the people didn't care, didn't matter.
0: Yeah, like she did backstab was, anybody and yeah, everybody. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then, that while we're was kind of cool, all this crossovers. While we're on the topic of least favorite people, I also did not like, and these are in later seasons, so you wouldn't have met them yet, but Archangel Michael hated him. Probably the biggest dick in the, all of the angels. Um, and also Catch, which is a British man of letters, and he's just a horrible human being. And he treats Mary like shit. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay. What else can I tell you? Because there's a lot involved. Um, I just mentioned how Catch treats Mary like shit. But yet, as far as you're aware, Mary is dead. (laughs) Mary's the mother, right? Yep. But she's alive. (laughs) So she's dead. She is dead. It's not, you know, like a fake out or anything. Um, But in a very later season, I think it's like season nine, I believe... Um, a woman called Amara comes into the picture and she is, which this is a little bit of a weird storyline, but she is God's sister. And she's got, has a connection with Dean. Amara and God are brother and sister, basically twins. And they, they're not really twins, but they basically act like they're twins. Um, they are very disconnected lately because of some things that happened that they didn't like agree with each other and so dean eventually gets them back together you know the brother you know sibling love and all that good crap um and and when they do amara wants to thank him and the best way she can think to thank him is to bring mary back to life oh yeah and it's like that it's nice it's also sad and it's also very emotional on Mary's part because it's been, what, like, at that point, over 30 years since she died. So she, like, she has never experienced cell phones and, you know, the internet and all the, I mean, the internet was round, but it wasn't, like, you know, a huge, fast thing like it is now. I was going to say, There's we always- had internet back then. Yeah, so there's all these things that she's, like, so confused about and doesn't know how to handle. And so, like, she goes back on her training as a hunter and does um, everything the old-fashioned way. And it's kind of interesting to see that because, like, she can get basically everything done that the boys can get done without everything they use. So it's it's a pretty cool dynamic to see that happening. There was an
0: episode, again, with Mary in it that I loved and hated. It was like an alternate universe or something where Sam's girlfriend, um, she survived and they got married and and his parents are alive. And I think De- Dean's like a, a slacker or something in this episode. But it was like watching that and they had a choice of going. I think it was like they were under some kind of a spell or something and they had to choose to go back to real life or stay the in there. He was oh. under the Jin spell. And how do you choose to yeah. leave that? Like, man, I can't even imagine.
1: Yeah. You skipped a little bit there, but I know which one you're talking about. It was Yeah, on it just,
0: again, I need to go back and, like, start over from, like, episode one and just, you know, when I had the TV, just watch a few episodes a night. But, yeah, that that episode made me so sad, but it was a really great, yeah. well-written one. But it was, like, it made me so sad because he yeah. had to choose to, like, say goodbye and everybody has to go back to the loss. And, yep. But I'm glad God. they made him make the right choice. Like, yeah, yeah. Because, but, but when yeah, you think about it, like, that, the people that you've lost—like, if I could go back and have my daddy—but then this might not have happened, and that might not have happened, and mm-hmm. it's
1: like, you know, there's, one well, like the real world. That's that's basically how he chose because he saw that all the people he saved were dead. Mm-hmm. So, yeah and he didn't have a connection with Sam anymore and all the things about his real life that were good. were not in this alternate dim- dimension. So.
0: Yeah. That episode made me think so. Cause you always know, like, if I could go back and change this or change that, but I wouldn't have Mike, I probably wouldn't have my kids. It's like your entire life would be completely different. You wouldn't have your deep friendship. So it was like that episode really put you in your feels and made you think about things and like, I liked that episode a lot.
1: One of the things I really love about that episode is when he comes to in the real world and he calls Sam Auntie M. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> even, even half dead, he can be funny. Oh, yeah. That's a, what I really, I see, and that's why you said it's, it gets
0: darker, but I love the comedy aspect of that show. Yeah. I really did. What was the what I called? I was texting you. I'm like, what is going on? They were in like this weird, almost cartoonish alternate place and- it was like a themed episode. I was like, "Well, I'm not digging this one so much." I can't remember which one it oh, was. Oh, that
1: was it was the black and white monster episode. Yeah, yeah, it was a Halloween uh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> I like aspects of it, um, but yeah, it's definitely not one of my favorites. Yeah, I don't, I don't know seasons or anything because, like I said, I'm way was, behind everybody else. That was season four because it was after Dean came back to life.
0: I know the last episode, um, there's a line that is used in the beginning where I can't do this alone. Yes, you can, but I don't want to.
1: Yeah. That's the finale that I refused. Yeah.
0: Where they, but they, they switch the roles where I can't do this alone. Yes, you can, but I don't want to. And they switched it. So I, I do know like, you know, it's been off long enough that a lot of clips come out and things like that. So I know there's a lot of spoilers out there and I'm getting a lot of spoilers now. Doesn't mean I'm going to like it any less, but yeah, it was I love the way they connect things and and how Dean like offered himself up to save Sam and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that episode where he's so, reliving hell.
1: Oh. Yeah. So that's at the beginning hated of before. And I hated that. That was awful. I mean, I loved it, but I hated it for Dean when he digs himself out of his own grave. Um yeah. yeah. Which i actually just learned today that they made the grave out of cookies so he said mm. he had like cookie dust in his hair for like a week that's funny <laughs> That's um, funny. but yeah that's that's what that's why Cass comes into the picture because Cass is the one that brought him out of hell
0: yes again i met Cass. i just I, it's it's been a while since i watched it. i need to go back and start from episode one and just let it go through Cass. on the nights that i get the tv
1: Cass is a weird character in the very beginning because in the beginning he's, you know, a full out angel following God's, you know, guidelines and all this, you know. But as Cass is in the show more, he grows more into like a human being. So you start to actually care for him, you know, later on because he starts like going against the other angels and going against God and everything he's been taught because he cares for Sam and Dean. Where does that ass butt come in? That is... Uh, that is when Sam is possessed by Lucifer. So that is sick. Is that sick? like his attempt to insult someone or <laughs> that? Um, so he, um, Sam is possessed by Lucifer and Dean is supposed to be possessed by Michael to have this big battle, but Dean refuses. And so their half brother is the one that gets possessed by Michael and Cass comes to help basically get Michael away from Sam because they want to try to save Sam. And so the only thing he can think to do is to throw a Molotov cocktail at his head and call him ass bud. <laughs> that's I, I I've never seen it, but I've seen the clip of it and I'm like, Oh, that's freaking hilarious. Yeah, after he does it, Dean goes ass butt and he's cast says something like "Um, that's all I could think to say or something like that. It's, it's kind of funny. Um, I think that's, full no it's got to be 6 the, whatever season it was it was a season where they assumed that would be the end of the show um cuz they thought that they were going to be going off but then the um viewers and stuff rallied around the show basically and demanded yes. more seasons and then yeah, it was on for 15 seasons
0: <laughs> yeah lots more seasons i know there's a huge fandom for that one man Oh, yeah, huge fandom
1: well it's called it's called the spn family because there's just so many people and so many people have like reached out to jared when he's been having mental problems and i don't like saying it that way but you know like when he's mental been in, in the middle of his depression and stuff yeah. like that so i just you know people who uh,
0: dorks and you get so in, into a show i don't know about you but these shows or movies
1: or series or whatever they're like their releases their their escapes well, it's from reality ex- it's exactly like what you said with walking dead you know those people become your family you yeah. get so invested that they become your family like even yeah. now when Supernatural's not on anymore i am always like oh jared posted something and i'm always invested in, in their lives and it's not even they're not even sam and dean anymore they're just jared and jensen yeah So, yeah, it's the same Walking Dead when I see anybody. Oh, hey, look what they're doing. Look what they're
0: on. You know,
1: it's like, oh, look, it's that person, you know, it's like with Winchester's like it hurts my heart to tell him it's not good. But (laughs) I gotta be honest, you know, as as a huge fan of Supernatural, Winchester's just doesn't live up to it.
0: Well, again, hopefully he'll take the criticisms and, and make the corrections yeah, to bring if the he's, show Yeah, if far. he's lucky
1: enough to get a season two, because frankly, right. with the CW the way it is and the fact that they just sold the company, I think a lot of shows are going to get canceled, even if they are good. Like, I think Jared's show, Walker, is probably going to end up being canceled.
0: You yeah, haven't seen that one yet either. Who was I just talking to? And I asked him if they'd seen the new one. I can't remember who that was.
1: Imagine that. I can't remember something. <laughs>
0: My I mom didn't tell you to
1: remember. I didn't tell you to remember it for me. <laughs> <laughs> My mom watches Walker Independence, and honestly, I think that's gonna go off too. I think that might go off before regular Walker would, because um, it's just not really good. But it's unfortunate that the CW is basically gonna become not a good channel anymore. Well, and like, not every you know, show
0: survives, though.
1: Yeah, but you know how you and and Bree said during our interview that it's a CW show, in yeah. you know, like in a kind of like negative way, yeah. I get that, but I also feel a lot of the times that CW shows are what I enjoy because I feel a lot on other channels that they pander to certain things, whereas the CW just does whatever the hell they want. It's kind of like, C- you know, CW cable- to me is like the, the kids or the um, the PG channel to me. Yeah. It's kind of like, like cable channels versus Netflix. Like anytime something on a cable channel can't, like do you know to trend or any of that stuff netflix is the one that says yeah sure what the hell come on over <laughs> you know what i mean but let's see what else is there anything else i mean we haven't touched on half the stuff i can tell you everybody who dies i, I can know. tell you
0: Well, that's but that's like saying everybody that died on game of thrones that's another two think- hours so dean sacrificed himself for sam Yep, and then he gets another chance. Is that why he dies at the end? Is it like payment? And is he going to no. go to hell now? Because
1: no. So, at the very so, at some point in the show, we find out that this guy we see find this guy who is a prophet of God. His name is Chuck, and he has been writing the supernatural books. And it's basically Sam and Dean's story. Like every time they go on a case or something like that, it's all about them. So they discover these books, they go to tell him to knock it off, they find out he's a prophet. Later on, in like several seasons after that, because the actor ended up having a stroke, so he was off the show for a while, um, we find out that Chuck is God. And he God has been basically controlling Sam and Dean's lives. Like, every time they came back to life, or every time um you know the all the stuff that sam went through and everything it was all controlled by god it was him writing the story the way he wanted it to play out which is a little weird but it was kind of interesting at the same time um so the episode before the finale they defeat god he's dead um his, lucifer's son takes over heaven the whole world is good everybody's happy everybody's healthy in the episode, the, the finale where Dean dies, Sam, when when it happens, so they're fighting vampires. And as he's fighting a vampire, he gets shoved back onto a metal spike. So it impales him in the chest. Sam is with him in his last moments and Sam says, I'll find a way. I'll bring you back. Something. I'll do something. And Dean says, no. He says, basically, he does, it's not quoted because I don't remember because I've only seen it once. But he basically says, no, don't bring me back. This is this is the time I'm supposed to die. No more messing with, you know, death. No more, you know, this is how it's supposed to happen. So basically Dean just says, I accept this. Don't do anything. Live your life. Let me go.
0: And that's, that's when the finale comes. I thought I, it was like part of that payment. Because, you know, again, I haven't watched all of it. But I thought it was part of the payment
1: from when he sacrificed himself for Sam. No. And I was like, oh, my God, is he going to hell now? no so so sad and he he does end up at the end the finale he does end up going to heaven and like i said lucifer's son jack is the one in control of heaven now so before heaven was like a warehouse kind of thing and each person had their room where it was their heaven like bobby had his living room with his books and stuff and his memory of sam and dean that was his heaven but after jack takes over he changes it into basically this large community where everybody has a house and they, their neighbors with their loved ones and stuff like that. Um, so he goes up and he finds out heaven is all good and he's happy. He's got his car, you know, it's, it's it's his heaven. He's all fantastic. He's got Bobby back. He's got his parents back. He's got everybody buddy back, but Cass, which we won't get into that. But anyway, um, <laughs> and so, then the rest of the finale is basically us seeing snippets of Sam's life after Dean died, up until Sam dies of old age. That's, um, he, I like he that. Names, That's cute. He, yeah, that part I did like about the finale. But he names his son Dean, and he gets the, the demon tattoo, and he, do, he teaches him how to hunt and all this other stuff. So basically, Dean's legacy lives on. See, um, that would have been
0: cute if they had gone on the Winchesters with the next line yeah with Sam's
1: son I would have been thrilled with that that would have been great anyway um so when Sam dies dies of old age and and goes up to heaven and meets up with Dean which for Dean it's only been like an hour almost since the last time he saw Sam because time works different in heaven but for Sam it's been like 40 50 years or something so they're all teary-eyed and hugging and (laughs) that's how the show ends basically that's cute I like that the, the like other that. stuff I, yeah it works but he just it just felt like why would you do that to him he didn't get the chance to have the family he wanted he didn't he didn't even get really much chance to bask in the fact that they defeated god like if they defeated god and a week later he's dead i loved
0: bobby yeah i he think dies. i
1: saw i think i saw when he dies um He dies dies in the Leviathan season, season seven, he gets shot in the head. Okay. So then I haven't, yeah, I haven't
0: seen him die though, or then, but I love Bobby. I love how gruff he is. And like, but it's obvious he just adores those boys. You know, he thinks of him as like his own kids, you know, he,
1: he he was, he was and honestly, he was more their father than John ever was. So
0: he's just there when they need him every time, Mm -hmm. every time. I saw another episode too, where, um, John comes back as a ghost to help in the fight, I saw that one too. I got to just uh, go back and watch from the first that's, episode.
1: That's when they kill the demon that killed their mother and Jess.
0: Yeah, and the the yellow eyes, gold yeah. eyes,
1: whatever it was. Yeah. Um. I, see, oh I I remember I, some of it. I knew, I knew his name, <laughs> and it just went out of my head.
0: Yes, I like I said, I've seen it and I remember some of it, but I have to go back. It's been so long. I have to go back and watch episode one and go from there.
1: Yeah. Well, there's one episode in season one that I kind of look away for some of it it's an episode where there's a shapeshifter and in this plot in the you know the storyline of supernatural shapeshifters actually shed their skin and teeth and stuff
0: to turn into
1: another person so at one point the shapeshifter is dean and so he has to pull off his skin basically and i I can't watch that scene (laughs) I have to look away.
0: Yeah, that's up my my jam. There, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's in my wheelhouse, baby.
1: <laughs> but, like, this show is so good. There's um, vampires and werewolves and ghosts and women in white and shapeshifters and so shapeshifters and werewolves are two different things. Um, and, oh my god, there's just so many different creatures. It's it's really was what got me into loving the paranormal. Quite frankly.
0: So then Supernatural was kind of your Anne Rice then, huh?
1: Kind of, yeah. That's a good way to put it. I mean, I had seen Harry Potter before that, but I've never had never seen anything like really creature intensive. I had seen like Harry Potter and Merlin and stuff like that. So it was mostly magical things that I had seen beforehand, but I hadn't ever really seen like creatures and hunting and stuff like that before that.
0: Cause you don't you don't like horror
1: movies and things like that, no. do you? No, I do not like horror movies. The The only horror movie I've ever actually sat down and watched, and I actually sort of enjoyed the plot, but didn't love the fact that it was a horror movie, was Ghost Ship. Oh, I love that. And you still haven't watched Frighteners, have you? No, it's on my dresser. It's in my to-be-watched pile. I just haven't gotten it, time to sit down and watch TV. It's a quote-unquote horror, but it's not. It's so
0: funny. I don't it care is, if it's I mean, a horror.
1: It's a Michael J. Fox movie. I'm going to watch it well, anyway. <laughs> Well, that right there
0: tells you it's funny. That's, you know, it's, I think it's supposed to be in the category of horror, but it is freaking hilarious. Mm. Uh, Peter Dobson is, so just before you go to watch it, you'll, you'll figure out who I'm
1: talking about. Peter Dobson is the ex-boyfriend. See, to me, horror does not have comedy. Like for me, horror is like Halloween and I couldn't even tell you the names of things because I don't watch them, but stuff like that where it's full out, people getting killed and shit like that. It's, there's oh, no I- comedy in it.
0: I laugh even at
1: the, I'm I'm one of those people that laugh at some of the kills. (laughs) There's no intentional comedy in it. You know, there's comedy because the acting is so horrid, but there's no intentional comedy. Oh, if you want a a horror comedy, watch Cabin in the Woods. It's got
0: Chris Hemsworth in it, first of all. Thor. So wild. But um, it's just, it kind of plays on some of the cliches of horror, which is Mm -hmm. what made it
1: so, and then there's so many freaking hilarious hilarious only- scene. movie that is considered horror that i don't consider horror is scream because it's just so freaking ridiculous scream yeah you didn't like that one no
0: it's ridiculous i love horror we're always looking for a good horror movie in action those are my two jams we just rewatched six underground with ryan reynolds some of the kills are just they're so funny they're so funny <laughs>
1: Well, on the topic of kills, I'm going to do this as quickly as I can. The people who die in Supernatural. John, Dean, Sam, Bobby, Charlie. uh, Jody never does. Um, Cass. The car. Mary. The car! (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, that that poor car gets crashed so many freaking times. Um, Mary. Oh, God. Catch dies eventually. There's just so many of them I can't even continue doing it um i thought you wrote down a list i was like okay let's go no i was trying to do it out of memory to see if i could do it <laughs> oh god there's so many more how come there i'm blanking here there's like tons of main characters that die you know that means you need to go
0: rewatch from season one since I you can't am, I,
1: well yeah i started rewatching <laughs> to try to finish it before we did this but there's just no way with me working and stuff i got up to season six but <laughs> there's 15 if, seasons so
0: if only your client wasn't so dang needy <laughs>
1: Uh oh, I know there's more, but I just, it, like, I was so confident when I started, but I'm just blanking. <laughs> the car, that's the funniest. <laughs> the poor car. And Dean, like, Dean, they, I know they, the, you know, it's always funny that people talk about how many times Dean dies, but frankly, he does die a lot. Like, the, just even taking out that episode where he just continually dies because of the trickster. Oh, Gabriel's another one that dies. Um, He dies when he sacrifices himself for sam he dies at the end of season seven because he kills the leviathan and goes into purgatory with them um i think there's probably one before season seven but that's the most notable one in my opinion he dies at the end of course um there's just like it's it is crazy how many times they die and are brought back to life but then when you find out that it's god controlling it it makes sense because he it, the story's not ending the way he wants so he's basically giving them another chance to do what he wants them to do
0: kind of makes me think of the roseanne uh series finale oh yeah where yeah kind of find out that he actually died from the heart attack and yeah. she was writing the whole story yeah yeah i'm gonna have to go and
1: and watch all this so i can join the dang fandom and frankly, I mean, one of the greatest things about Supernatural is the characters, because in addition to Sam and Dean, you get invested in Bobby's life, Charlie's life, Jody's life, um, even Mary and John somewhat. Um, but then there's Lisa and Ben, which is the woman and child that Dean lives with for a while when after Sam dies. Um, oh, yeah, Sam dies twice, too. Um, <laughs> it, there's there's just so many characters that you just get so involved with like you just every aspect of their life is important to you
0: and that's see that right there is
1: good writing when you get so invested in a character that yeah. they become real and honestly even if the rest of the show was not good that would keep it going because I mean, you'll meet these characters like Charlie. Yeah, she's important to Sam and Dean, but you only see her a handful of times. But you're so invested in her that every time she shows up in an episode, you're like, yay, Charlie's back. You know what I mean? That's how, that's how I felt about Ruby. You didn't see her that often, but I really
0: liked her character a lot.
1: Yeah, Ruby doesn't. is She's not through the whole show. But um, after Jared's wife takes over, she does eventually actually die. But um there's another demon meg which you met meg she was the the one with the short blonde hair that they Mm -hmm. yeah okay she eventually comes back even though they exercised her she comes back in a different body and she has a bigger part in the show when she comes back because so once they're
0: exercised
1: can they come back or is that it oh no they can come back as long as they can find their way out of hell yeah the only way they can't come back is if they stab them with the demon knife or shoot them with the um, cult the salt. the cult gun oh the salt only the salt is only for ghosts and that only repels them it doesn't kill them
0: all the the things on uh tiktok where you know if a celebrity dies and they take the person's name and they pour salt around it and and wayward sons playing in the background i was like oh i gotta send this to jen
1: <laughs> i you know funny thing i had never heard wayward sons before supernatural and now every time it comes on the radio i turn it way up I love oh that song. Oh my gosh. I grew up on that music. It, well, so did I. That's the funny thing. Like my father, hmm, sperm donor, um, <laughs> used to listen to classic rock. So that got me involved in classic rock. So I've listened to classic rock a lot, but I, for either I had never heard Wayward Son or I just had never paid attention to it. You just didn't pay attention. You I how many yeah.
0: songs we've all grown up on and you just, and then it, you become adult, you're like, wow, that's really good.
1: But now it's like uh, Toto's
0: Africa. I, I found a new love for Toto's Africa. I remember my mom and daddy listening to it, you know,
1: like. Now it's become one of those songs where I'll just be like randomly, like reading my book or something, and I'll start singing, Carrying on My it's Like it's just so stuck in my head all the freaking time. <laughs> it's because of the fandom <laughs> yeah pretty much well and because they play it so many times on the show like they don't tend to play it during the episodes but if there's like a what happened before kind of thing it, it they play that song so it's like like their theme yeah pretty yeah, much it, just, it always
0: cracks me up every time like a celebrity dies and you know sam elliott back then betty white before she passed you know they were they put her name in a bowl and they pour salt around it while that song was playing
1: i was like well, i know that song <laughs> don't do that we want betty white to come back even as a ghost, she'd be better than half the people on the freaking earth. Well, no, they were doing that to, to protect her. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, they, they were doing that to
0: protect her so she wouldn't go anywhere.
1: Oh. Like, any time a celebrity would die. Two more people that died. Ellen and Joe. You haven't met them yet, but you will. Well, you might... Wait. You might have met them. Did you meet Ellen and Joe at the Roadhouse? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> I think you must have, because it... Yes, it was. believe it was season two, because it was right after their father died. So, they... After their father died, um... They found a voice message on his cell phone from Ellen and they went to see who she was and what because she said she could help. Um, and it, they, when they got to the roadhouse, uh, Joe stuck the shotgun in Dean's back. And then, you know, there
0: was now, the- now I know how I
1: sounded on the Walking Dead episode. <laughs> there was the guy with the mullet. <laughs> Do you remember the guy with the mullet? No, oh, that was a good episode, but yeah, they it's, died it's, eventually, too.
0: I feel like I have a mirror being held up in front of my face right now. <laughs> now I know how, how I sounded. But like, like oh, even friend. Ellen
1: and Joe, like they weren't in the show that much, but they are just the character, like the the way that they fleshed out the characters just gets you so involved in it.
0: Yeah, that's when it, I don't care if it's a secondary character or not. When, when the writing is, is strong and you get that invested in somebody... You know, it's like you said; they become our family. Yeah, they become our family. You got anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Oh, I don't know. I could talk about this all freaky week. That's um, now you know how I felt about Walking Dead. It's like, what do I say and not say? Because we don't want this to be a three-hour episode. Like,
1: I don't, I don't know. It just gets so much better every every season that comes around. It's just, it's so good. It's such a good show. And that's why I want to give it another shot,
0: because I feel like the first episode or the first season was kind of,
1: yeah, they're getting their feels, you know, that's why it took me so long to rewatch it to actually get invested. And once you get to season two, season two is a little rocky because season two is all about um, the demon blood that's in Sam and stuff. So it's a little all over the place at some points, but you're invested into finding out the truth of all that stuff. Um, and then season three is where it really takes off because that's when uh, Dean sacrifices himself for Sam and that's that like crazy that whole season is him you know living his best life and trying to break the deal and all this other stuff and it's just so good and it shows just how much Sam cares for his brother because he does so much stuff to try to get him you know out of this deal and then when we see some flashbacks in season four of some of the stuff he did after Dean had died. Oh my God. That man was scary during that period of time. That's, that's another thing
0: about the show is, is just like with walking dead and Harry Potter showing you the strength of love and family mm-hmm. and, and building a
1: family. Sometimes it's not I mean, blood. And in, in the long run, that's really what shows like supernatural and walking dead are about. I mean, it's not about the actual plot. It's about the characters and the family dynamics and, It's really what actually keeps you going. Like, and and maybe that's not true for everybody, but in all honesty, as much as I love like the hunting and the men of letters and all that stuff that comes about, it's, if it was not for the characters and the family aspect, I don't think I would enjoy it. And honestly, my
0: mom, my mom watched Walking Dead for the zombie kills. I loved the family dynamic and watching the way they pull together to protect each other. And, and a couple of them did sacrifice themselves for Mm -hmm. their family. But yeah, it's probably the same thing with the Supernatural. Some people might watch it for the ghost hunting and the and the fights and everything. And I I liked watching them bicker back and forth. And I liked watching, you know, they literally sacrifice themselves back and forth for each other and like run headfirst into danger with demons
1: and ghosts uh-huh. and monsters. It's And like one of the things I really love about the first few seasons that kind of sort of gets lost towards the end, it comes back around, but is how much they want to save people. Like, when, even even yeah. when Dean says, you know, saving things, you're saving people, hunting things, the family business, like, it's you just see how much they care yeah. about making sure these people stay safe. They, they go head-on
0: into danger for complete and total strangers.
1: Yeah. That thing you were talking about, how they were interacting with each other and stuff, like, yeah. every time they call each other jerk and bitch, I'm just yeah. – I got a smile on my face every time yeah. they do that because – it's their like we, little brotherly thing.
0: Yeah, we do that. So my siblings and I, we all do that. We all have names for each other and stuff too. So yeah, it's there's five of us. So we're six, there's, we're down to five. We all do the same thing. When you're close with somebody, you kind of come up with your shitty little nicknames. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: I will touch on one thing that I know that a lot of people believe so just because you know we have listeners the show is not just for us but i do not agree with it but there are and you'll have to let me know lynn when you actually get to the later seasons what you think but there are people who believe that Cass was in love with dean oh okay. so i i think he was in love with him in a way but not in the way people are insinuating not not the romantic yeah. way you know you can be in love with your
0: friends without being romantically in love with your friends yeah
1: I think Dean really, Dean is really the reason Cass became the Cass he was in the end because Dean was always the one like showing him how to live and having him experience different things he wasn't experiencing before. And the only reason Cass, because when Cass first shows up, he's like cold and calculated, and but then he grows into having emotions and desires and cares about things so and it so really Dean shows them what it's like to be human mm-hmm, pretty much and i think that's why he loves him in the end but i don't think he loves him in a romantic way
0: you know every fandom has our ships mm-hmm. we're always shipping you know yeah, we all nothing... wanted to ship
1: i'm not saying we all wanted you...
0: to ship carol and daryl and at one point people wanted to ship daryl and aaron because aaron was an outwardly gay character on uh walking dead and it, Norma Reedus is like, and if they write that for me, I'm going to rock that one, too.
1: I was like, (laughs) we all have our ships. Nothing against the theory. I mean, go for it. If you think Sam and Dean were in a romantic relationship. Okay. And actually, there's some quite valid uh, arguments for it. Like they, they both went to purgatory together and they were the only human beings there at the same time. So, you know, there's some valid arguments towards it. I just don't think it's the case. And honestly, I don't know if I even shipped Dean with anybody, and I hate that word, but for prosperity's sake, I'll use it. Um, Because, yes, I liked him with Lisa because they had a really big connection. But I think with Lisa, it was more that I liked him being like a father figure to Ben. But I don't really feel like any of the people he was with were the people he should have been with. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I shipped him with me, so... It was different for Sam. For
1: Sam. You missed that one, didn't you? No, I heard you. For Sam, <laughs> for Sam, I did. There was somebody he was with that I felt like it was the one he meant to be with. But you haven't met her yet. Um, it was Eileen. So when you get to. Oof. I don't even know what season that was, but it's quite a later season. There is a um, hearing impaired woman that they meet. And. I really feel that that's who Sam is meant to be with. And one of the things about the finale that I hated was during those scenes where they were showing us Sam's life without Dean, they didn't tell us specifically who he married. <laughs> they just, like, because, so Eileen dies at one point, and then they bring her back. um, And Sam and Eileen have a relationship. But we don't ever know if they end up married or if she's the mother of his kid or anything because every scene in those you know few scenes where he's in the future or whatever um the mother of the child is always blurred in the background so we never know for sure who the hell she was they did that on purpose yes they did and it's annoying well so you build your own story make
0: it whoever you want
1: yeah, make it much. me, you can make it me if you
0: want. I mean, I honestly
1: I don't know who else it would have been because at that point Eileen was like the only one that he was involved with or interested in in any way, but you know, he could have met somebody else after Dean died, too. I did only hint on this, so let me just expand on it a little for your sake. Um when I said that Mary when she came back to life, she went back on her training as a hunter, did you catch that? Uh-huh. Okay. So, in the very beginning of the show, and for most of the show, we think that their father is the original hunter. Like, they learn from him, but he was not a hunter to begin with. He became a hunter because Mary was a hunter. And then when she got killed by the demon, he took over everything she was doing to find the demon and, and get revenge. Which so is it, where Winchesters went back, right? To right. Show how- so, John okay. was not raised as a hunter. John was supposed to be raised as a man of letters. That was their, his legacy. But his father, he thinks his father abandoned him as a child. But what happened, and there's an episode where they show this, where um, Sam and Dean's grandfather comes to the future. He is fighting a demon and he comes to the future to try to um, keep something secret from the demon so that they can't like have the power and stuff. Um, but he dies while he's in our time. So he can't go back to when John was a kid. So that's why John thinks he was abandoned oh. by his father. So he was, John was supposed to be a man of letters, which like I said, is like the more sophisticated hunter kind of thing. Like
0: yeah. they, look,
1: they look down on hunters, but in all honesty, a men of letters is a hunter. They just do it in a more refined, you know, they don't have to, they have bunkers. They don't have to stay in hotels. They have right. like communication stuff set up. They don't have to just wing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but in all honesty, they, they're they still hunters. That's what they do. They hunt things down and sometimes they experiment on them, but for the most part, they hunt them down and eliminate them. So he I was think that, to I be, think I'd like that part better. <laughs> <what's>, yeah, there's <laughs> a later <laughs> there's a later See you know, season where the boys, like I said, they find out when their grandfather comes to the future, they find out that they are quote unquote. They keep calling it legacies, but in all honesty, it's not really really not. But they're supposed to be men of letters. They were supposed to be raised men of letters just like their father was. And so they get this key. They find this bunker where the men of letters were stationed before. And they, like, there's, you know, it was it was abandoned by the men of letters because they were all killed and stuff. Well, most of them. Um, So there's, like, you know, all the books and stuff they left behind. And, like, there's, like, a teacup that's been sitting there ever since then. And so... They explore this bunker and it's a huge bunker. I mean, it's got a garage and everything in it, um, which Dean revels in because he can put baby in the garage and cleaner and all that stuff. Um, But one of the funny things about when they find the bunker is Dean uses the shower and he's, he's like in heaven that he finally has like a home and he like decorates his room and he puts up pictures of his mom and stuff. But then the interesting part is, as on the other side, Sam doesn't do any of that stuff. So Sam is like, this is not home. You know, he doesn't feel the, the sense of home that Dean does when he, they get to the bunker. And I found that kind of interesting because you would think it would be the other way around. You know what I mean? Because Sam's actually sort of had a home before, whereas Dean hasn't really. I <laughs> muted myself because I creaked the chair
0: and I was sitting and talking. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) What I said was, yes, I agree. You would think with Dean being like he'd been on the go for so long that he'd be almost you've seen Castaway, right? When he comes back and Mm -hmm. he's sleeping on the floor. You think Dean would be the same way, like not not used to having the home, whereas Sam would be like, yeah, yeah, I totally
1: totally answered you. (laughs) I think it's just a sense of finally having a place where he belongs because he never had that before. So it, it makes sense. It just, it was kind of interesting how Sam was just not embracing the whole thing. Like he just, this is not where I belong. He Eventually he does. And I think it's mostly because of the resources that the bunker has for them. Because Sam is, you know, the study nerd and he's always the one finding the lore and everything. And then there's a scene not long after they move into the bunker that Dean makes them homemade hamburgers instead of you know the fast food junk diners constantly and sam bites into it and i think that's when he's like oh my god we're home (laughs) because he actually so you know how dean really loves food right right which little trivia for you there the only reason that dean is constantly eating on the show is because at one point jensen made the mistake of eating um like I think it was jelly beans or something that were sitting on set. And then after that, the writers are like, Oh yeah, he's got to eat a lot. every every episode. So it was Jensen's fault. Honestly.
0: Um, You know, I love Robert Downey Jr. How he munches all the time is because (laughs) he literally has snacks hidden over every set that he's on. Yeah.
1: That's why they have, I love trivia like that. So Dean eats a lot. You've seen that even in the, the episodes you've watched. Well, Something he Sam does something with this homemade hamburger that you would think Dean would do. So they're starting to eat and they get a call. So they have to go out and get in the car and go to this place that they need to help with. Dean leaves his hamburger on the table. Sam goes towards the car and then turns around, comes back, and grabs the hamburger and plate and takes it with him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is so funny. Their their characters are just so cute and endearing. They They really are. are.
1: There's just so much, and a lot of people talk about how there's so many different storylines throughout the show. I mean, it's 15 seasons. You got to find something. Right. But I like that. Like, I like that we progress from them finding, trying to find their father to dealing with the the truth of the fact that there's angels and hell and all that crap. And then you move into, like, the bunker and, you know, well, before that's Lucifer and all that stuff. But then you move into the bunker and learning about... The Men of Letters, and I it, even the Leviathan episode, or season, it might not be my favorite, but at least it's something different. And I think that's part of what kept the show going, was it wasn't just one plot stretched out through 15 seasons, it was a lot of plots within a plot. Various monsters,
0: various creatures, mm-hmm. various people, yeah.
1: and that's yeah. And that's also realistic, if you think about it. I mean, yes, it's creatures, so maybe not realistic, but if there was a such thing as paranormal hunters, supernatural hunters... They wouldn't be hunting the same thing every time. Right. So. Unless you're like a straight up vampire hunter. Yeah, you're you're
0: gonna be hunting different yeah. creatures. And
1: I mean I will say that there were some portions where I was like, Yeah, okay, this is not really necessary. You didn't need to do this. But when you look at the show as a whole, you understand that yes, it did need to do that, because if it didn't do that, the chances were the show would have stopped. I think it would have gotten boring
0: had they stuck yeah. with one creature. You know,
1: like a a movie, you know, like
0: say uh, Van Helsing or, you know, something along those lines as a movie. Fine. But as a series, yeah, it would get boring.
1: Even if they had like, it was different creatures, but even if the main plot of every season was just hunting, it would have gotten boring. But with the addition of the angels and Lucifer and, you know, men of letters and finding the bunker and finding a home and, you know, all this stuff varied it enough to keep you in- intrigued
0: yeah
1: yeah that's
0: so my mom hated on walking dead she, oh when they did this and it, yeah but if they stuck with only living inside the walls of alexandria ooh, okay that's fun yeah. you got to add in some extra stuff the different creatures different locations well, the and angels, if you think about demons.
1: it like like i said season six was supposed to be the end of the show which at the end of season six it was when Sam was having, was possessed by Lucifer and the battle was happening. And so at the end of the episode, he goes to hell and encages Lucifer in this cage. That was supposed to be the end of the show. But then the viewers were like, no, we need more, we need more. They petitioned for it, they got s- s- supporters for it and stuff, and they got the show renewed. So if they did for nine more seasons yeah and if they didn't put in all this other stuff that all of that work the viewers had done probably would have been useless because they probably wouldn't have lasted maybe a couple more seasons
0: yeah so that's that's a long 15 years that's a long life for a
1: show See, there's just so much about the show. Like, I could keep, like, oh, this happened and that happened. But you just have to watch it. You have to. I have to go. Yeah, I'm just going to have to. Like I said, my you know, my
0: husband's been really busy with, with pinstriping lately. So I, I'm just going to have to sit down and devote some time when he's out there painting, when I have the TV. Normally, I just read. So you think he wouldn't be
1: interested in Supernatural? Nah. Nah. No. Um, i wonder if he would if he started watching it though because i kind, of, kind of feel like he might he placates me a lot like i'll be watching
0: you know back when i was watching vampire diaries he'd you know go ahead and watch a show and i'd finish watching it you know things like that because he's coming down kind of late Like not like we can start anything right now
1: he's been, i think he would like get going yeah. because like you said he would let you watch vampire diaries And it is so much better than Vampire Diaries. Oh,
0: he wasn't watching it. He wasn't into it. (laughs) Well, yeah, but he was there while it was on. Yeah, he was playing on his phone and stuff. I think he would,
1: because maybe not as much as us, but I feel like he does have kind of an analytical brain in some ways. So I think like if he started watching it, he'd be like, oh, well, that's cool. But maybe, you know, he would kind of be picking it apart. Might be. Yeah. Maybe if he, like I
0: said, if he's painting tonight, I'll just start it and let him come down and join me.
1: Yeah, definitely restart from episode one, though, because especially and actually starting tonight might be a good idea, because since we've been talking about it, you might be more intrigued to actually pay attention. Try to watch some tonight because next episode is going to be a regular episode. So we, you know, we're going to be updating the viewers on what we've been watching or the listeners on what we've been watching and all that good stuff. So I'll do it. I got I got all week. I got till Thursday. I'm going to start I'm going to start watching. Um. That show that Andy wanted me to watch that I can't remember the name of now,
0: okay. the one that you were gonna watch. I can't remember what either of them are called but the, about the succubus. That's why I have you is to remind me. <laughs>
1: yeah, I have I have it written down. I just don't have it in front of me, so I think I'm gonna start watching that because I I'm I'm out of shows. I'm I'm rewatching Agatha Christie's Poirot because I don't have anything else to watch. Uh, we watched Anola um, Holmes the movie. Yeah, I won't watch that. So cute. everybody likes it but i won't watch it why because i don't want to watch sherlock holmes's sister i want to watch sherlock holmes sherlock holmes is in it i don't care it's not the right sherlock holmes it's not benedict Cumberbatch. oh honey it's it's henry cavill
0: (laughs) i don't care it's not benedict Cumberbatch. that's my boyfriend (laughs) it's not benedict (laughs) Cumberbatch and martin freeman i don't care (laughs) i i watched the robert downey jr one and i've watched oh that's a good one too
1: yeah yeah
0: all right let's Um, wrap this up because i got the
1: shakes i need to eat Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, next week is going to be well. Hopefully, next week, if we don't have any issues again, um, is going to be a regular episode. Um, We, we were ready. You. (laughs) I didn't mean just for this episode. I meant in general. We've had a lot of issues lately, um, but it's going to be a regular episode where we talk about you know what we've been watching, what we've been reading, and all that good stuff. So if anybody would like us to feature them on the episode you can email us email is in the description in the show notes whatever I've been doing too many vlogs. um (laughs) or you can uh, send me a message on our Facebook group or my Instagram or Lynn's Instagram even it's all in the show notes if you want to put your opinion in let us know what you're watching reading etc we would be happy to read that out so thanks for listening to this one and Lynn thanks for the interrogation (laughs) I should have written more notes so I could really,
0: really pick your brain. But then it would have been like honestly, a three-hour episode.
1: Yeah, it's honestly probably a good thing you didn't because <laughs> I would have just kept talking and talking and talking and talking. <laughs> All if, right, anybody wants to know, if anybody wants to know more about Supernatural, there is a podcast out there but a couple of the actors that were on the show do where they re-watch an episode and then talk about it. I will link that in the show notes as well, because I watch more of an in-depth.
0: I listen to The Office Ladies for that very thing. When I'm through all Mm -hmm. my podcasts, I listen to The Office Ladies. They rewatch and they talk about the fun stuff, behind the scenes stuff. I love shows like that.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it. And we will see you. Not see you. Talk to you. I keep doing that. We will talk to you guys next week. I say see see you later all the time. So
0: we'll talk to you next (laughs) week, y'all. (laughs) bye bye Bye.
1: if you've enjoyed this episode of let's get mystical and would like to email the hostesses you can do so at let's get mystical podcast at gmail.com or join the facebook group both which will be listed in the show notes we'd love to hear from you